gay. <laughs> Where I'm the les. And I'm the gay. And today we're talking about allyship. Woo! This topic comes from a recommendation from our friend Jake. Yes. Uh, which is a really quick turnaround because it was based off of the last episode when we talked about rainbow capitalism and mm-hmm. talking about corporate America being allies and all this other stuff. And then it just kind of long conversation turned into like, oh, we should do an episode about being an ally and yes. about like in because, general on the big and small scale. Yes, because it has come to our attention that there are straight people who listen to our podcast. What? Oh my god. Like straight people? Yes. More than one? Yes. More than just uh, Valentina, our friend. <laughs> more than our just biggest Valentina. fan. <laughs> Shout out to Valentina. <laughs> we love you. There's more than just her? Yes. What? I know. Yeah, so we thought that it would be good to have a whole conversation about you know, what it means to be an ally, what a good ally does, those sorts of things. And I also think it's very appropriate to be talking about during Pride Month because, well, all the gays are celebrating, right. all the straight cis people are like, how do I support? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Having it's... whole panic attacks. They're like, I just, I want to be good. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, and so we wanted to talk about that. Yeah. This is a small tangent that I wanted to go on. What? Um, so We're beginning the show with a tangent. I Let's know, I know, because I was like, oh, I just want to share this, even though it has nothing to do with the topic. So I posted on Facebook for the first time explicitly uh-huh. that I'm gay. Right. Which obviously everybody already knows, because I'm a raging dyke. But, but Emily isn't very open on social media, you no. know, because her Instagram, my Instagram is, is private. private. Right, and so then I don't really post a lot on Facebook either, because I'm friends with such a wide, like, you know, like family members, people I was friends with in middle school, <laughs> uh, actors that I've worked with. Yeah. Future employers, yeah, you know. Yeah, I lost a lot of those family and old friends from high school uh, <laughs> yes. when I started posting very openly. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Which is fine, right? Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> Weed them out. Weed but, <laughs> um, but so I, like, don't really, like, post a lot of stuff or, or I've posted things that were, like, more ambiguous. Anyway, for the first time, though, I was like, oh, you know, happy pride from your friendly neighborhood lesbian. And then I thought it was funny because now I'm, like, looking to see who's liked that post. <laughs> And it's like, you know, a lot of people who are in my life and I'm out to, but then there's like some people like, you know, a couple of cousins or whoever (laughs) that liked it. And I was like, oh, this is the first time I've like explicitly said that I'm gay to them. And then I was thinking about that and I was like, I wonder if they're like seeing this and are like... Wow, good for her. Finally coming out. <laughs> you we know? all knew. Right, like I'm we all she knew. Came uh, to terms with it. Thank God she's finally realized, you know, all because I've never said like, it. I knew. Right, I know, because like, I've never told them before. And I was like, I've been up for six years. <laughs> well, then here. You know? That might be, that might be a, a nice segue. Uh, I just think that's funny. It is funny. I mean, (laughs) so then segueing into straight people reacting to your queerness. Yeah. Um, Well, and then, sorry, sorry. I just want to say to you, because then I was like, should I have come out sooner to them? Anyway, that's the thought I was having too. No, I don't think think it matters. time to come out. No, I agree. I agree. But now I'm kind of like... Well, I suppose making this, I think it was making this podcast now that being gay is such a like. I know, we're only 33 episodes event. in. <laughs> no, I know, but now it's just like, 
it's just funny to me thinking that like, oh, I haven't told certain people in my life. Anyway, yeah. things I'm thinking it's about. It's so funny. To me, the only way I'm going to make money is by exploiting my queer experience. And you know what? Oh, that's like my, again, side note. Oh my God. I was <laughs> I'm like... so sorry. I swear we'll get to the topic. That was like um, when I did speech team in high school and I did poetry and um, I was really good at it. And it was funny because in the poetry category like you would choose a poem that was already written by someone and then you would recite it and it was a lot of like spoken word and everybody totally like capitalized on their identity and so mine was about being queer and there were a lot that were about like you know people's racial identities or different things and I just thought that was really funny because then I went to state and then like the finals for state it was just all like I'm gay like I'm a person of color my brother has autism (laughs) You know, and I just thought that was funny. Anyway, yes, I agree with you. So then, so then, uh, well, how I was gonna segue. I mean, yes, segue, segue. Now that people in your life are responding to you being queer and that Mm -hmm. post, I guess both with people that are newly finding out and uh, people that have known you for several years or have known you as the lesbian that you are for several years, Mm -hmm. how would you want them to respond? You know. What's, like, your idea, I guess, share a story about, like, times you had good allies. Like, yes. when did you have a friend and you were like, thank you, that was yeah. perfect. Yeah. I know, because, like, when somebody comes out to you, it's interesting, especially talking about coming out, because when someone comes out, a lot of the times it is super vulnerable. Oh, it's like Most such a vulnerable time, thing, Maybe you know. Not all the time. Right. Some yeah. people are, you know, cash. Um, <laughs> My one friend was like, if people ask me again, I'm just gonna finally say yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and so it can be a really, really vulnerable thing. And I think that though for some people hearing it or the people mm-hmm. who the person's coming out to a lot of the times it's not a big deal. I mean, sometimes it is, depending on their relationship and their feelings about it and everything. But I mean, a lot of the times it's kind of like, oh, cool. Good for you. <laughs> you know, um, which then I have found and I know other people, too. You know, it's it's funny when it's like this thing that for you is like such a big deal and it's right. like so vulnerable and you've been keeping it in for so long. And then you're finally like, I'm gay. And then somebody's just like. Oh, awesome, cool. What do you, you want to get for lunch? Right. <laughs> you know? And you're like, what? And you're like, what? But, you, I don't know, what? <laughs> like, I need a little more than that. Well, but so also, right, I know, because I don't think that's all, I also don't think that's a bad way to respond, though, either. You no, know, I just think I it's a it funny be, experience. Yeah, I don't want it to be when it, uh, it's like some crazy big explosion or like there. My, my straight friends are like, oh my gosh, how are you? Are you okay? Like, that you're so powerful for telling me that. Or right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I want it to be normal and I want to feel normal, right. but I want to be celebrated. Right. Well, and I think that... Not like they need a confetti cannon waiting for no, me no, no, or no. something. I mean, they should, but you my know. My brother did. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I agree because it's not always like a big deal, but I think a good thing to do is to then check in with the person. Like yeah. if somebody comes out to you. To, you know, voice your support like that, you know, saying like, oh, that's so great. And then checking in and being like, how do you feel? (laughs) So then you know, like, where they're at, because if it is something that's really hard for them to say, or that does feel really vulnerable, then that, like, gives them the space to talk about it. Yeah. Versus if, like, you know, it's not a big deal for them either, if then it's, 
like a, oh, well, how do you feel? And then they're like, oh, I feel fine. And then it's like, okay, cool, let's go do whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, but so yeah. then, then you know where the person's at, and then you can meet them where they're at. Right. So I would say that's a really good thing to do mm-hmm. for if somebody comes out to you. No, I agree. And also that, I don't know, space is important too and sometimes they don't want to talk that's just the nature of vulnerability (laughs) yeah but also i mean i'm see i'm one of those bitches where i mean i guess in the moment i wasn't this way but i love talking about it and being oh me too i will say though that i remember like when i came out to my mom when i was in high school and then she was very curious and like had lots of questions and was asking me all of these questions that were all supportive but just like she wanted to understand the best she could but at that time, I, not. like, could not answer them, you know? And I was like, um, I don't know. You know like, like... Because it was kind of like she wanted to know, like, how I knew. And not right. in a way of, like, you know, like, but how do you know you're really gay? But in a well. way of, like, oh, wow, like... I like I don't know what that's like. Tell no, me how no. you know. And so then, but then I didn't want to be like, well, you know, I watch a lot of Shakira music videos. No. <laughs> you know, like right. And then, then my so pastor was like, how do you know you're gay? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you about all the raging porn I watch. Right. You <laughs> know, like fuck? it's it's like an awkward an awkward thing to talk well, about. <laughs> I remember being like, you know, like I I'm really close friends with. Um, I need to use a fake name uh, with. Um, David, right? <laughs> and I love, he's one of my best friends, and I love hanging out with him. Just kidding. <laughs> Not your father. <laughs> um, and, but like, I would never want to kiss him. Right. You know? And then my mom was like, oh, and so then, like, with Sarah, another fake name, <laughs> you know? With like, Bob. right, right, right. Then, like, you know, like, what? And then I was like, oh, I would definitely kiss Sarah (laughs) you know like yeah again it's like seeing where the person's at well yeah I mean it's also I was that bitch where I love talking about it and I'd love when people ask me questions and yeah I was internally homophobic in high school and it depends I I was gonna say it depends on who's asking the questions too like because your mom is different than friends at school yeah because when friends at school would ask me questions I was like yes please ask me everything oh well right right (laughs) Anyway, but then it's also, going. like, I mean, I know to some people it can also be exhausting trying to, like, right. teach people about their experience, and that's obviously not inherently anyone's job. But right. I don't think it's a bad... You and I enjoy it, though. Well, that's well, why right. we have this podcast. I, I had so many people <laughs> ask me questions in high school about being gay because they wanted to learn, and yeah. or they were just curious. And, I mean, in high school, it was like a, how does butt stuff work? Right, like, I know. Like, what is so, lesbian sex? I don't think... Um, <laughs> but I don't think asking if you can ask questions is a bad thing. No, I, I actually think it's, think it's good. I know, you, you get made fun of, can I ask you a question? You just did. <laughs> right. But, 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 whatever. Um, right, right, right. But I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I'll give this example that loosely applies. I met uh, a puppy the other day, like a couple, like kinky yes. puppies, right? Yes. And people, people that... People who do pup play. Yeah, and so I, I met him at a bar, and I, this is my second or third time, and I was like, hey, I'm really into, like, sexology, and I'm really curious about stuff, and I was like, can I ask you, like, a like a couple questions or two. I just don't want you to feel like a circus act. I'm genuinely just curious. And he said yes. He was very enthusiastic about it. But also, in the same sense, if he was like, if he didn't want to, or da-da-da-da, like, I'm not launching forward with a, why do you wear a collar? Like, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I think that there's times... Do you eat food out of a dish? (laughs) I think that there's times where I will be curious about something or not know, and... I realized that 
the question is coming from a level of ignorance, right? That, like, you know, I'm ignorant to the reality or whatever. And so, and that's why I want to know, Mm -hmm. right? Because, and I think, you know, that's where questions come from because people want to know more. And so I think even being like, hey, this might be an ignorant question and you don't have to answer it, but I'm just wondering... Or do you have any resources about, you know, yeah, right. like leading with that? Um, and then like, if somebody doesn't want to answer the question, then, you know, don't yeah. push. And I'd also like to say, uh, uh, queer people, let's give some uh, people grace if they're genuinely trying to learn, right? Yeah! Because here's the thing, they don't, yeah. like, you don't yeah. have to answer the questions, like, right? It's not your job to educate mm-hmm. people, it's not da 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 But, you know, if someone comes from, like, a genuine good place and wants to learn more, or they say something or do something that's, like, just simply out of, like, a false knowledge Mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, give them grace and space to grow. Otherwise, we're going to get angry at them for not knowing. Yes. Yeah. It's going to polarize them in the opposite direction. And we don't want that. And so that's that's just a sidebar on that. No, and I I totally agree with that. Especially because, like I just said, a lot of the times people are asking these things out of ignorance. Right. But because they want to learn more, Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be ignorant. You know, they want to know about it. And so, like, sometimes there's ignorant questions asked, Mm -hmm. but from a good place. Absolutely. And so then again, it's like the meeting people where they are. And I also think, you know, sometimes people just don't have the energy to answer those questions. And I think that is also so real. And so then, you know, redirecting that person or being like, maybe you should just Google that, you know, like those sorts of things I think is also legitimate. But yeah, I definitely think Thinking about the intent behind the question. Yeah. Just like queer yeah. people. Meeting people man. where they are. Yeah. No, yeah. And I, and Especially th- because then if... I also think that if you get super angry at someone when they are asking a question from a genuine heartfelt place and then you get angry, then they're going to be too afraid to ask questions or seek out information in the future and then that's just going to make them stuck in that ignorant place. Yeah, I When agree. they genuinely want to learn. Yeah, and there's, you know? and there and to that extent there are a bunch of resources online. Yes, Google that's true. is a magnificent That tool. is true. Um, that is and true. To the same extent Especially because not one like one queer person does not speak on behalf of all queer people. Yeah. Right. Well that's anyway. what I was gonna say. To that extent, that's even a thing now with the gender revolution and all these. I think uh, it's funny that you call it the gender revolution. I used to call it the gender boom. I know, and I, I don't think that's... <laughs> um, no, no, but to the point being Our that... expanding ideas of gender, yes. Yes. <laughs> but the, that tying in with sexuality, and it's this concept of mm-hmm. so many different queer people in so many different places have different ideas of yeah. sexuality and gender, right. how they tie together, how they label themselves yes. and others. Yeah, we're and, not a monolith. Right, and to the point of, if it's confusing, it is. Uh, because some people use the term gay differently. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use the term lesbian differently mm-hmm. and, or interchangeably. Right. Same with all these terms about gender. Yeah. Like, yeah, so the different words mean different things to different people. Yeah. In one sense, like, listen to the individual person. I use terms that people want me to use for them or what they're comfortable with. And in another sense, respect people that use more generic terms or or don't vibe with labels. And, like, or they're just queer or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And those aren't tied down. Those aren't, but, oh, you only sleep with men. Are you really bisexual or... 
Right. Oh, oh, you d- you fucked with that girl one time. Are you really gay? Or like, right. oh, blah, 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 blah. Right. Your pronouns in this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, if you're trying to be a good ally, maybe don't, like, Question questions me. people's identities <clears throat> to their face like that. You know, like, don't, well, don't try to... And again, like, in a way of invalidating them like where where you don't believe it's like what i was saying with my mom where she was asking me these questions of like but how do you know that you're gay and it wasn't because she didn't believe that i was it was because she was genuine genuinely curious what the experience of being gay was like my mom doesn't understand the concept of bisexuality she full-on is like wait you can like both of them but how (laughs) like like not like it was like a sin or bad or something she just like couldn't wrap her head around it yeah it's like i don't understand why yeah. you can't wrap your head around it. But but, also... but I think that, like, asking questions then and, like, where you actually want to know more about the yeah. person's identity and if that person is, like, open to answering those questions. However, yeah, if you're asking a question just because you don't believe them or you're trying to, like, catch them or well, something, right. and I wanted to... then, like, maybe maybe those aren't the questions right and i wanted to say this in the in an age where we are realizing that gender is a construct and it's all made up and all this other stuff the way that we and also real well yes gender is real it was socially constructed the way we yeah the way we talk about it and understand it is socially constructed blah 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 blah. i have lots of opinions on gender theory (laughs) the way that gender is socially constructed the way that we then deconstruct it and get rid of it is also socially made Right. And that being said, and then there's that there are different ideas of how to break it down. There right. are lesbians who just, <laughs> there are, I well, should just say women. I don't, there yeah. are like c- cis women who identify as such that break down gender norms through how they express themselves and the clothes they wear and the like looks they take on. There's other people that um, go through labels and terms and refute the binary and identify with more of a spectrum. And sometimes they like, I don't know, I've heard a lot of conversations where they conflict and there's been a lot of debate about it. Oh, I But I, I think more so, yeah, like, you know. Well, and it's I also were, like, if I've I been... wear skirts, like, oh, you're not the idea of a cis male to someone else, like, you might be, or I might be non binary that way. But right. like, oh, but in my right. head, I'm breaking down what a man should be. Right, and because gender, gender identity and gender expression are two different things. Yeah, and it's right. all. Well, and then it's also like um, gender abolitionism. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right yeah, like yeah. trying to abolish gender. That's also an idea that some people hold. And yeah, there's right. lots, of, lots of different stuff. Yeah, the point being stuff. is that there's no one path to Rome. And uh, it is confusing. And to circle it back, that's why we do ask questions, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to know then, in your experience, what are moments where somebody was a really good ally to you? Or what does that look like to you? Yeah, I mean, it's funny too, because when I think of uh, someone being a good ally, it's not like them marching in the streets or speaking on my behalf. Mm, um, that's a good point no, as far as speaking on behalf. Yeah, and we versus... can get we can get into that in a second. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I literally, as ter- in terms of an ally, I just like feeling seen and acknowledged, yeah. and that literally being when Pride started June first, I got a message from one of my cousins, and she was just like, "Happy Pride, gay cousin," and I that was like that was perfect. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, like, yeah. Um, I mean, there's like obviously. I, there's, like, large cases where, like, you know, queer rights are up for grabs in the house and, like, all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, join the fight, join the protest, Yeah, whatever. call your representatives. Yeah. But in terms of me just, like, existing in the world, I just like to be seen and celebrated yeah. that way. Yeah. 
And what does that look like? I have specific examples if you don't. (laughs) Well, for me, it's just literally, it's just literally being like, oh, you're gay. Super cool. Right. Right. It's not like like, uh, anyone's like coming up to me and being like, oh, I'm going to work so hard to do so much for you. And I've been reading this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool. Um, Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to, you know, it's not your self-growth journey. It's about me being gay. <laughs> right? Yeah, right, right. But, yeah, um, no, that's Bo very Burnham true. said something like that. I can't quote him specifically, but in his really depressing comedy special, he that just, just came, came out. out. <laughs> he said something, he said something about, uh, it's not about you. Like, don't, it's not like a, well, I'm learning and I'm growing and mm-hmm. I'm ex- blah, 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 blah. I'm like, it's not your self-growth journey. Like, literally, it's not right. rocket science to be an ally. Yes. Like, literally, just don't hate on these oppressed groups and listen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, what are your exact examples? Um, I love it when people make gay jokes to me. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> this I is know, a slippery slope. No, I know. And so, like, I know that this, like, <laughs> is not, you know, not everyone is going to think that way. Someone's going to go up to their gay friend and just be like, oh, my God. Gay slur. <laughs> and they're going to be like, whoa, no, 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 no. Right. But uh, you, you keep no. explaining that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I love it because, again, in, like, funny jokes, maybe with, like, a little bit of stereotype. Right. But stereotype that, like, maybe I am, right? Because I oh, do right. hold a lot of lesbian stereotypes, right? Yeah, you right? have several flannels. You have right. a man's haircut. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got and your Birks. Right. No, I don't have Birkenstocks. I have Timberlands. Oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, me being a good ally. But, you know, like, because a joke is so lighthearted, and it's also giving acknowledgement. Because I agree with you that, like, oh, sure. acknowledging queerness but then when you make it a joke it's also normalizing it you know because i think that like there's times where with certain people then whenever we would talk about me being gay or Mm. queerness it was always a serious conversation right you know which is fine because i think there needs to be serious conversations about it right but also that it can be just like this light-hearted thing and so then just to like give a little joke or um, right you know, right? Like that, those things, oh, oh, you see me and like, you're okay with it. And yeah, you know, and again, it's, it's like, you know, what kind of joke, what is you know, the whatever. group? Who are you telling the joke to? Yes. Cause it's again, my straight friends back home would do that all the time. That yeah. was the constant running gag is, um, we would make gay jokes about me. And I think I agree with you. I think yeah. it was like, I spent so much time in the closet making it feel so heavy and coming right. out was so vulnerable and so intense. And then telling these lighthearted jokes that I know were all in good fun and they didn't affect the world around me and they didn't genuinely believe I was like this terrible mm-hmm. F slur, right? Right. It made it feel normal and we could joke about it and it was like just teasing and giving me a little shit and yeah. um, just jokes about me sucking dick, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like an example because I know that I like make gay jokes with my parents, right? And it's totally like normalizes it though. I think it's more like making me gay making jokes. gay jokes and then them laughing at them. Sure. But I'm trying to think. Yeah, laughing. Every once in a while, uh, they also make, I can't like think of an example though, but they'll make a gay joke that's really really funny better, but you know yeah, right? yet, laugh at my jokes no that's true because i also remember like a period of time where um i would like tell a gay joke and then uh my mom would be like so 
like, what do you mean by... And then I would have to, like, explain the joke. And then oh, I was wow. like, oh, okay, okay, let me... Oh, like, <laughs> like she didn't speak. caught it, like, she didn't know She didn't, like, get it. And then I was like, shit. okay, this, yeah, oh. I was like, this joke didn't land. Oh. <laughs> you know, but now, now, you know, we whip, right. we whip out the gay jokes a lot. Yeah, for me, sometimes I make a gay joke, and sometimes it feels like I have a couple straight friends that don't know if they can laugh. And I said, uh, yeah, laugh. It's a joke. Like, they understand it. Yeah. But they're like, uh... Oh, like, yeah. No, laugh. And then, it's a joke. right? I like, said it for you to laugh. That's and also like, funny, yeah. Because you know, that totally happens. I know. <laughs> like, I always joke about getting hate crimed. Right. And my friends are like, uh... Right. I'm like, no, 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 laugh. Well, then it's like, like I think I'm about... making a joke about my experience. It's fine. Right. Well, then I think about, like, different stand-up then, where there's, you yeah. know, like, a lot of stand-up comedians who will then make jokes about, like, their experience and their marginalized identity. Solomon Giorgio, who we recommended, who If you've I done your homework. So much. <laughs> you would have listened He's to He's so good. But, I mean, he is a gay black immigrant. Yeah. You know? And I so mean, then he talks about all of those things and, like, I am not an immigrant and I am not black, but I can still laugh at these jokes that he's making about that experience because it's, like, him, you know, yeah. speaking speaking his truth and, like, making these jokes, yeah. right? Yeah, Like, they're not jokes I could make. And then, of course, I can laugh at his gay jokes, too, because oh, then right. I'm like, like oh, like, same. Yeah. Although he's a gay man, though, so, like, also not same, you know. Well, right, but even, like, think back to, like, older comedians, I don't know, like, uh, Chris Rock. We all laugh at Chris Rock, right? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we all laugh Other. at Eddie Murphy. Like, it's... Well, okay, well, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well but, an but, example then. No, but I'm talking specifically when they're talking about their identities, though. No, I know. Because. I'm t- and they, and both of those comedians, obviously not their entire set, but they do make jokes about their experience. Right, but you're right, 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 Ben. I don't watch them as much as oh. these, like, queer people. No, then, I really only watch queer stand-up. <laughs> but then a good example then is it, was it Eddie Murphy's comedy special where he oh, opens it up about yes! saying like, oh my god, no, it's saying like, the F-slur all the time oh my and talking god. about AIDS and I go oh. <laughs> oh no, it's yeah, it's um, oh, I can't remember what it's called but it's one of his like it's from the 80s. It's one of his like most popular It's one of his most popular. It's, it's the on one Netflix, where he's yeah. wearing that like orange outfit yeah is it it's a like yeah know. it's like it's very specific anyway um and literally he opens up the special by being like you know faggots have aids <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i don't understand by the way right, right and i'm like well uh where's the joke and then he's like oh you know you shouldn't and you know your girlfriend loves hanging out with and then like he's just using the f slur the whole time it's like you know she loves hanging out with gay people but then you know they'll like kiss her on the cheek or kiss her on the lips because AIDS at the no time. we did not <laughs> you know and then and then uh you know because you know she's home. all friendly with these gay people and then she's going to to you right, right and she's going to give you aids that she's going to get from her gay friends like this was like a comedy set yeah really bad has not aged well. No, I know, but if uh, I, but you know, if I were to go out and be like, I'm, I'm gonna, if I sneeze on you, you might catch the gay. Like, there's different. Right, jokes. right, and then when you're a gay person telling that joke, right, like then it's yeah different. I don't know. Well, and a gay person would not say the things that he says. Oh, so that's, that's true. the other thing. Is right? that usually it's in like a frame of mind of like, no, this is funny. It's not detrimental right. to me or the community. It's a joke. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um, anyway, gay jokes are good. Laugh I like at my gay jokes. jokes. Laugh at my jokes. Make gay Laugh jokes. At my jokes. Um, Laugh if they're at good. my jokes. Okay, they Laugh get at it. my jokes. Okay, Nate. Laugh Nate? at my jokes. We're digging a hole. Okay. Laugh at my jokes. Can I talk about um, infographics on Instagram really quick? Yes, Nate. Talk about <laughs> infographics on Instagram. I was literally 
Uh, because we're talking, yes, so those are some good ways to be a good ally. Yeah, you can build you know, a segue. Talk, yeah, 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 I'll build a segue. <laughs> yeah, right? So, like, meeting people where they are, talking to them, listening to them, yeah, supporting chances them. Are, chances are that you don't know as many queer people as, say, we do. And then, in the terms of how we said, look, you know, Google and the internet is great, and check multiple sources because mm-hmm. being queer isn't a science. Um... Just because an Instagram infographic is really pretty and really organized does not mean that it is factual or and slash or that it is beneficial to share. Yeah. I'd also like to say... A lot of them also kind of simplify things too because they're just trying to put it into a really really easy, digestible... Yeah. Thing. And like you said, it's very complicated, right? There's lots right, like of these nuances. things. And then also, like we also said, different words mean different things to different people. Everybody, you know, we're not a monolith. All queer people are different. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I see these graphics, and I see them about 20 times when I'm going through my Instagram yeah, thing. Right. And and I, it's funny because like usually once or twice it's queer people, and then. All the uh, rest of the time, it's all my straight friends sharing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, share that. That's important, like, to spread around. Yeah. Also, I don't share a lot of infographics on Instagram because everyone on Instagram agrees with me already. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And if it's not, like, if it's not, like, new information, like, it's like, oh, this is what you need to know about blah, 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 whatever. If it's just, like, gays deserve rights, fucking obvious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and shit like that. Or it's, like... No one is going to be mad at you if you don't share. Yeah. And if you feel like you need to share these infographics. Right. Or else people will be mad at you. Then you're doing this for the wrong, the wrong reason. reason. Yeah, because I... literally shouldn't... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think that there's times where people share things because, you know, maybe they've seen it. And they're like, oh my God, I just learned something. Um, This was so informative and helpful. I'm going to share this so other people can learn the same thing. Right? Like, that's one thing. But then sometimes you know I don't know and again like I think that is the case a lot of the time and then I think there's sometimes where people then share these things because they feel obligated to or because they feel pressured to well I think because I also think that there's a lot of pressure to be a good ally no exactly but then if you're just sharing things just to then look like a good ally or, you know... It's, or you're, you're worried putting... like, oh, I want to be a good ally. This is, oh, my queer friends would want me to do this. Right, because then you're kind of putting it back on yourself, right? right. And like we said, it's it's not about you, yeah. right? And, I, yeah. and then like, I hope that you can do things out of genuine support and yeah. not out of guilt or out of like wanting to look like a good person yeah, and, and again this is all to say like you you don't have <laughs> i'm not saying never share an infographic but, no and if, but, but like, you know think about why you are i guess yeah because it's literally you sharing this common knowledge that all your followers already know isn't mm-hmm. like brand spanking new cool you have a moral compass you know what is good what is detrimental you don't have to prove that you're a good ally and mm-hmm. i hope that takes the pressure off a little bit you don't right. have to prove to us that you're a good ally right you just simply are yeah or like, you're not or you're not <laughs> right but, but then like the things we think of are of bad allies are people that speak out and say these things that are ignorant or right. obviously homophobic and detrimental mm-hmm. whatever but then when we see things that are like oh he's being ignorant he's a bad ally right i should say something right opposite of that but the opposite of saying bad things isn't 
saying supportive things all the time necessarily. Mm -hmm. And by that I mean posting, not just like in your everyday speech. But maybe the opposite of spreading ignorance is just like genuinely just like sitting back, learning. You don't have to... Yeah, working on yourself in that way. You don't have to perform for us. You don't have to prove to us, post for us. We're not sitting here taking note of who, well, I guess you were saying you were looking at who's liking your book. No, but that's, no, but that's different. No, that was, yeah, that was, no, right, no, right, right. no, 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 but it's not like we're sitting here checking like, oh, you haven't said anything in support of LGBTQ lately. Interesting. We're not. And if we are, we should stop. Right. <laughs> like right. if you're a queer person, you, like I said earlier, give people fucking grace, take a mm-hmm. step back and like, I don't know, give people room to learn and sit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say like with the infographics, you know, if you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk, right? And so then I think right. it's more about your actions and what you're actually doing and how you're living your life versus, like, what you're sharing on social media, right? right. So I think that's important to think about. And then this is also something that I've thought about, and I know not everybody's going to agree with me on this, and I don't think this is, like, a hard, like, uh, and I don't think that people should share infographics because of this reason, because right. I don't think that's true. But sometimes for me, I feel weird sharing certain infographics, you know, like, if it's not about a issue that, like, directly affects me. Right. Right. Or my identity, mm-hmm. that... Sometimes I feel weird sharing it because it feels like I'm then telling people, like, you need to do this thing. When really, it's like I'm the one who I think should be then taking in that information. Oh, right. right? And then, like, reading it and being like, oh, like, I'm the one who needs to learn. Oh, like so I'm like, I need go, to take people this People need in. to hear this as opposed to seeing it and going, oh, like, I oh, need, I to, need hear to hear this. Hear this. And oh. so I think there's so often there will be information like that that I read and I'm like, oh, like, I'm really glad right. that I could take this in. But then, like, if we think about that, then it's like, well, then nobody would <laughs> share it. Like, it wouldn't get shared. So right. I'm not saying that that's, like, a complete rule, but then for me, it feels strange a lot of the time where there's certain information to hear this. Right. Exactly. And then it's like putting myself in a position of like superiority almost telling people what to do. Again, I'm not saying that that is true for everyone or that you shouldn't share infographics, but like for me personally, I get that feeling a lot, you know, then what is the point of me sharing this? Especially when like, I don't have a lot of followers on Instagram, as we know. <laughs> and so then I'm like, all of my followers are already following all of my followers. So yeah. then, like, me sharing this isn't going to do anything, but I'm glad that I was then able to get the information. Yeah, I know. And so then... I don't really post a lot of political stuff on Facebook. Or not on Facebook, on Instagram, on social media. Unless it's something that directly affects me. Yeah. Because then I can talk about my personal experience. Right, and then, like, I speak out on things that I'm more attuned to or at least know... Uh, more information about, but I always usually do it on Facebook, on places where I know people that would need to hear it would see it. Yeah, and then I'll have those Um, conversations in person too, with family members or with people. Yeah, but sometimes I think you're right. I don't think a lot of infographics are always super specific or inclusive or they're not always like the gung-ho right way to think about something Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so... (laughs) 
I take in information and when I see it on other people's stories, I take it in. And sometimes mm-hmm. I share one that specifically really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. you said, but yeah, I don't know. Don't share them to show people that yes. you're, that you saw it. Right. right? Performative allyship. Versus, I need everyone like, to genuine. read this. You need everyone to see that you read it. Right. Right. Like that's, you, I don't know, take a, take a wise crack down on mm-hmm. why you do things and be yeah. comfortable. It's that thing of the pressure of being a good ally. Like, you shouldn't worry about if you're a good ally or not. You should, should, should be one. And if well, you're worried that you're not one, that's when you need to do a deep dive. Well, and I also was going to say that if you want to be a good ally, you probably are already taking the steps to be a good ally. Right. Right? Like, if you genuinely care. Right. right. Like, then, yeah, and then there's always room to grow. <laughs> but it's like when people, if you are worried that you aren't a good person, you're probably a good person. Because if you weren't a good person, you wouldn't care about right. being a bad person. No, we talked about that with shame on our episode of shame. Yeah, exactly. It's not black and white. Right. And if you're all worried about being a good ally all the time because if you do something that someone criticizes, you feel like a bad person or a mm-hmm. bad ally. First off, that's that what we were saying, that's on you and you're thinking yeah. about you. But second off, slip ups and mistakes yeah. or just simple ignorance because of how we we were raised yeah. doesn't make you a bad person no, or a bad No, give ally. yourself grace. Yeah, and that's And the also whole... then I think, you know, us as queer people also need to give people grace. Yeah, and yeah. it's also a lot of your queer friends aren't on fire. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe I'm not going to like boil all of our audience's experiences into one, but you don't have to run around, scramble, find these infographics, da 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 da, da. We're, as if we're, like, on fire burning, we need your help, we're drowning. Right. Um, a lot of queer people are privileged, and yeah. you should help the underprivileged, and even if it's donate this month. Right. Uh, support queer artists this no, month. No, well, There's and that's a really, that's a really do. good, that's a really good point. Like, yeah. support queer-owned businesses. Support, Correct. Support queer people in all of these other ways. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't have to be, like, every second you're not makes you a bad ally. So, yeah, I think... That's the point I want to make. I, I, this is the third time I'm bringing it up, but it's not rocket science, and you shouldn't worry mm-hmm. about being a good ally. And if you are worried about being a good ally, you're probably already headed yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, and it's, you a, know. it's, it's, it's not black or white. Mm-hmm. You're not a good ally or a bad ally. No, that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing with being a good or bad person. Like we talked about in our episode of Shame. Go mm-hmm. listen to our episode of Shame. It was yeah. episode 28. It was really good. My dad listened to that one and I was like, I think we talked a lot about sex in that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll also say this. Um, understanding the queer experience isn't something you're going to magically do um, if you are not queer, right? Mm-hmm. It's specific and sometimes you can only... You can cognitively understand, but you can't necessarily know. And putting right. pressure on yourself to then try and, like, figure it out and understand it and relate yeah. to it and learn how to be good to your queer friends with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to. Like, you well, don't live it. Well, and I, I think about that a lot, too. And, I mean, a lot of, like, cis people, straight cis people being like, well, I just don't understand non-binary people. I don't understand, like, how that's a thing. I don't understand how they Yeah, feel. like, why would you? you know, You've never well, had, like dysphoric things you no no exactly but so you. then like i think that then realizing like you're never gonna fully understand and that that's okay yeah. you can understand as much as you can like you can listen to people and try your best to understand mm-hmm. and then just be okay with the fact that you're never gonna have that experience 
Yeah. And you can still empathize with them, though, and you can still support them. Yeah. A lot of queer things I hear about, like, understanding the queer experience always tries to relate it to some, like, straight thing, which is objectively a lot of, like, straight white people, straight cis white people don't necessarily have a point of empathy to, like, pivot uh, from. Yeah, so I, it's harder. Right. I think about this a lot, and I'm sure other people have thought about this in a more academic way, but I've, I've been thinking about this idea of, like, points of empathy, like you just brought up, mm-hmm. and how some people will have, like, a closer point of empathy than other people, depending on what identities they hold. Sure. And so then, you know, they won't be able to fully understand someone's experience, Mm -hmm. but they'll be able to understand it a little better than someone else. So, like, for example, so I'm cisgender. Right. So I'm not trans, but I can still empathize with trans people in the sense of realizing like, well, I've also struggled a lot with my sexuality or my gender expression and, yeah. and like finding those similarities while still acknowledging the big differences. And right. so being like, oh, I know that I haven't experienced this or I don't know exactly what they're going through, mm-hmm. but I know it's sort of like this. Right. But different, yeah. right? But then like for someone who is maybe a straight cis man (laughs) maybe not right who has never had to face any sort of prejudice over their gender or their sexuality might not have anything to compare it to yeah if that makes sense no yeah and that goes even into a larger scale we started talking about this about like seeing shows and art created by these marginalized groups and how we were talking about theater dying and just like Mm -hmm. old white audience members dying because they don't like or not dying, but just, like, not enjoying a bunch of the new shows that are being mm-hmm. put out because they're about people of color, queer people, etc., etc., etc. But a lot of the younger generation being very, very queer, a lot of artists of color coming into view, we enjoy those stories more because we have that point of empathy that's a little closer. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we have the same experience No, because that's... All. Well, and because that's but another thing, because then you also have to acknowledge the difference in experience because you can't be like i don't know like if a gay man is struggling with something um and then like a straight cis woman would be like oh well i get it because like i'm a woman so like i understand right Right? like uh, you maybe understand like the colors of yeah. this situation, like straight men the essence of it, differently than you, right? But, but there's, both it, but it's different, men, right? right? <laughs> the same but different, right? And so, and like, so. yeah, seeing the similarities, but then also acknowledging the differences. You know, I think that like the more privilege you have, the harder you have to work to understand the experiences of marginalized people, yeah, and that that is work that you right. have to put in, right? Yes. and that makes sense. A lot of people's ignorance makes sense depending on how they grew up no it's very true but it's you know an explanation it's not necessarily an excuse, an excuse. no that's very to, true to stay ignorant yes right? an explanation not an excuse yeah and that's the whole that's what we talk about when we say meeting people where they are we mm-hmm. can't expect some 60 year old yes. who grew up in a cornfield his entire life to then understand what non-binary genders are right right we can't expect like but then we can like have a conversation with these people and try to explain and then if they are you know and then hope that they're receptive yeah yeah, yeah. right but like we can't like i just can't believe they don't i'm like i can yeah right (laughs) it makes sense yeah it doesn't excuse it but you know it makes sense it makes sense yeah um so then with the last little time we have 
in terms of supporting queer people, I just wanted to like reiterate the whole supporting queer art and queer businesses yes. this Pride Month. Um, in terms of allyship, and uh, I think even if you are straight and uh, cis, you can enjoy a lot of queer art, even if your point of empathy is farther away than others. Because um, there's some good ones. Mm-hmm. We have a whole Instagram page filled with them, and I encourage you to just go through and look through all of them. But Em, I wanted to ask you, we talked about what corporations should do a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about what people should do in terms of supporting big corporations. Yeah. Like, are there, like, research that needs to be done? Is there specific yeah. places you should shop and shouldn't? Yeah, well, and I was going to say that I think the issue with, and again, we've already talked about rainbow capitalism, But I think another issue with it is that it's just like for one month that there's these companies that are being supportive of LGBT people, but then for the rest of the year, maybe they're not. Or like I think about Disney, right? Who like has pride merch, but then also won't put an explicitly queer character in one of their big children's movies. Right. You know? Right. Like, make Elsa And then they'll, you know, and then already, they'll right? show, like, they'll have, like, a, quote, gay character, but it's, like, ambiguous. And they're like, look, representation. And we're like, no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no. That's not what that is. You know? And so then it's kind of like, like we were saying with individuals, like, if you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk. Right. And I think that corporations then don't really do that with no, you know i agree and, and I mean, so maybe that applies to being an ally as a person right like no it totally June does isn't just the month to like support no well, well exactly like you always do yeah and so then like you said though too i think that then research you know where you shop and those sorts of things and that's and... like a thing you should do anyway right i mean no, it's like very sometimes true. you look which is, it's I mean, capitalism is just corrupt in general. Well, and so that's, that's then, right? Like, I really? Say, I was going to say, like... Is if, there any ethical way to if shop? If a company no. makes X amount of money, like, if that number is high enough, they will donate to anyone and everyone yeah, just so... to keep that amount of money. Yeah, so... Because the richest people in the country and you know, corporations and things Do with that what you will. <laughs> I'm so sorry you like shopping at Amber Crombie and Fitch or, or The Gap and like, or, or, I mean, Chick-fil-A is the, the like, buzzword. Oh, yeah. The, the like, hot Chick-fil-A. place. To, the hot homophobic place this time. Did you see all the memes where it was like, all these fake corporations. Oh, oh. And then it was like, at least Chick-fil-A is like, not Consistent, us. right? <laughs> They're like, we never like gay people. <laughs> like these people who pretend for one month of the year. Right. I mean, that was even, that was even way back when like the election was happening. Like I knew specifically which companies were donating to like Trump's re-election. It was just, oh. it was like just about every fast food place. No, like, it's stuff. true. Yeah. I literally switched energy drinks because I didn't want to drink Bang anymore. Right. Because Bang like supports a lot of uh, businesses that don't align with my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I switched to Rain. <laughs> um, and I like their flavors more anyway, in case anyone was wondering. Um, it's hard to talk about what big corporations should do because big corporations don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to... Like, yeah. they physically... This is one of those things where you have to understand how capitalism works and it's not as easy as just like, support the underdog, blah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because most corporations would lose all their money if they weren't donating to places that somewhere down the line was homophobic. Right. Or detrimental to these marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I mean, capitalism. if you think about it, right. Well, that's, ba- what cap- that's why capitalism, one of the reasons why capitalism is so Right. Bad. Well, and like the more money they have, the more power they have. And, the you know, like 
having a lot power of power. Yeah. Right. Power corrupts. And then also, like, we live in this homophobic, this heteronormative, sexist patriarchal society mm-hmm. right and then like why do we why do we live in that society because the people who have power right are straight men right and yeah. so like yeah so then the more power something has the more likely that then they need to either they are that or they need to pander to those people no, to maintain right. their money and power right yeah, and that's, yeah so like, there you go yeah and all these corporations that we would want to like so explicitly donate so much of their money away it's not that easy and it's unfortunate because it should be easier but we live in a capitalistic society right Um, so what do you think people should do about that support businesses that you genuinely love and trust and Mm -hmm. there's a way to support small small businesses also don't feel bad if you do shop at walmart but you know there are other like grocery stores you can go to markets you can go to because that's the same thing with the whole capitalism thing how there's a lot of traps to keep poor people poor and they have to shop at these places that you know donate to places like sometimes you can't afford right to be an ally all the time like that yeah i guess all I ask is, you know, think about where you're giving your money to. Right. I think that's the first step. Because I agree, it's complicated mm-hmm. and yeah. not everybody can afford only shopping at small business all the time. Yeah, and like you can share an infographic about how you shouldn't shop at Walmart, but like turn off your phone and then you're going to shop at Walmart. Right, again, like, right? like got bills to pay. Yeah, right? Right, yeah. So it's complicated. But yeah, just think about where you're giving your money to and more corporations should care about gay people year-round. Yeah, and I'll say one last thing to close this off. I think in the sense of pride and loving ourselves and all this other stuff, you as an ally should also love yourself. I think the one thing I don't mm. want to see this pride is people feeling bad for themselves or seeing people under so much stress and pressure to be a good ally mm-hmm. or people just so stressed out about the state of the world because it's fucking stressful. Yeah. And this, I don't want this to turn into a month of people just like sweating on how to support gay people the best way they can. Mm -hmm. You know how. Yeah. You're already taking the best steps. Yeah. Like the fact that you already care shows that you're already doing it. I want to love myself so much this month and I don't want to take all of these wins as a loss because it could have been better. Mm. I don't want to see someone go eat Chick-fil-A and then hate themselves or we all have to gang up on them. You know, like I don't want to... I don't want to see someone come up to me with puppy dog eyes asking how to be a better ally. I don't. But they can ask that, though. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I know. And then I will say, oh, you're fine. Oh, you know. Oh, like somebody seeking validation. Yeah. Specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. versus I'm... genuinely being like, oh, what can I do? But no, somebody literally... being like, am I being good enough? I understand you what should you're be saying. Enth- you can ask me about being a good ally and what to do. Be enthusiastic about it. Right. Supporting people is super fun and great. And it should make you feel more grateful, right? Yeah. To be spreading love. Also, we're just cool. Queer people are cool. And all queer people. All of us. Every single person. So. Um, But that's... that's Not just... Right. All queer people. Not just the white cis gay men. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Snaps to that. (laughs) And, uh... No, but that's what I mean. I was like, it's not something stressful. It's not something like you're a bad person. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, fuck, I could have done better. This month, we are going to support gay people, yeah. love doing it, 
and give ourselves grace and forgiveness yes. because I want to have a happy fucking pride. Yeah. Night. I do want to say, because I just brought that up, right. I do think it's also important to say if you're going to be an ally to the LGBT community, you have to be <gasps> an ally to, to all, all the LGBT community. You can't Not just a... the like flamboyant gay men that you love. You can't go <laughs> laugh at a drag show and then like... And then yell not, at puppies, right? Right, right. And then like the shame other people, people right. or or not support trans women of color or, yeah. you know, or queer people who are in poverty or, yeah. you know, you like support all queer people, support all queer people, not just the ones that you think are fun. Yeah. Or the you ones know? that you like and validate you. Yeah. You know, the ones that, like we said, are mean and don't give you as much grace. Like you still yeah. need to support them as much as you support us. Right. Yes. Good point to make. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really, really important. Good, good, good. Well, Em, lovely conversation today. What is your gay recommendation this week? My gay recommendation this week is The Real O'Neills, which <laughs> I was obsessed with when I was in high school, and it only had two seasons, and yeah. I was very sad when it was canceled. It's an easy watch. Yeah, Noah Galvin was in it. It's a sitcom, and I wanted to recommend it for this episode because I think it's a great example of a family supporting a queer family member, mm-hmm. you know, because it's about this family and they're Irish Catholic and then the son comes out as gay right. and it's just so good. It's so funny, but I, I really love his relationship with his mother yeah. and her like learning to accept him. And then also like his relationship with his siblings, you know, he comes out to them and they're just like, Oh, awesome. And it's so normalized yeah. and very good. And of course there's also the theme of religion, which as you know, I'm like really into. <laughs> and so, um, just a fun sitcom. So the real O'Neill's check it out. Nate, what is your gay recommendation for the week? My recommendation is another queer-owned store, Anna X Creative. I actually found this store through TikTok. I found a TikTok that was like, here's some queer businesses. But it's where I got that lesbian sweater. The lesbian sweatshirt. (laughs) That not only you love so much, but uh, every time I wear it about, people always ask me where I got it. And I got a couple comments on my Instagram as well, asking me where I got it from. Anna X Creative. She does a lot of embroidery work, a lot of cool little niche designs, and um, obviously my super cool lesbian sweatshirt. But a queer-owned business for you to go uh, get some queer merch from. I loved it. The material's great. It does the job. And yeah, go check it out. Anna X Creative. Nate, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram at Podcast. There you can see all of our recommendations and you can DM us for ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about on the show. You can also follow my personal Instagram at NateJig, N-A-T-E-J-I-G, and you can't follow M because her Instagram is private. Correct. Be sure to give this podcast a five-star review and follow us so you're always there for new episodes. And until next time, let's be supportive. Let's be allies. And as always, let's be gay. Woo! Thank you guys so much.